And welcome to the WDW Newscast. I am your host, Lou Mangello. Today is February 23rd, 2011. I am also the host of WDWRadio.com, the author of the Walt Disney World trivia books and the audio guides to Walt Disney World. Today is Wednesday, like I said, February 23rd. You can join us tonight and every night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern at WDWNewscast.com for a live interactive news show covering Walt Disney World news. You can be part of the broadcast and the discussion by talking about the news real time in the chat room. And if you can't make it live tonight or any other night, you can come by, watch the entire show and comment on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Radio. I'll also put the audio only portion of the segment in the iTunes feed. You can go to iTunes and subscribe to the WDW Radio channel. You can also get notified of upcoming shows, breaking news, lots of other stuff by following me over on Twitter. I am at Lou Mangello, or by joining the WDW Radio friend page at Facebook.com slash WDW Radio. And I want to thank our sponsor, TouringPlans.com. They are the research team behind the unofficial guide to Walt Disney World. And if you are looking to make the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation, and really, who isn't? You have to visit touringplans.com. They have crowd calendars that list the best parks to visit, the most crowded parks to avoid for the next 365 days of the year, how crowded the parks are going to be. They have touring plans for all the Disney theme parks, and you can also take touring plans with you by downloading the Lines application. That will give you actual wait and fast pass times for every attraction in all four parks and over in Disneyland as well. Again, perfect companion to get the most out of your stay in Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Go visit touringplans.com, sign up there, check out their blog, and lots, lots more. Again, thanks to them for sponsoring this week's show. And actually, the news that I want to talk about this week, I think sort of directly impacts and relates to touring plans and possibly how people are going to tour the Walt Disney World theme parks. And the reason why is because this past week, during Disney's annual investors conference, the Walt Disney Parks and Resorts chairman, Tom Staggs, gave a sneak peek into something that we may be seeing in the future called the Next Generation Project. And this really is our first look into this next-gen technology, this thing that they've been talking about, investing a lot of time and money in, but something that we really don't know a lot about. Most important from what we gleaned from Tom's uh, discussion was that guests are going to be able to, quote, create a personalized itinerary for their entire Disney vacation. And in doing so, they're going to be able to reserve times for their favorite attractions and character interactions, secure seats at our shows and spectaculars, make dining reservations, which we can do now, and pre-book a lot of other favorite guest experiences, most importantly, all before leaving their house. So one big aspect of this next generation technology is what you're gonna do before you even get to the Disney parks. They wanna simplify the check-in process. You're gonna get to your resort with your room key in hand, some sort of a printable key that you can take with you. This way you can just check in get right to, as they say, get to the fun faster. 
the interesting thing and the thing that spurred a lot of discussion and debate and questions online is the fact that guests are going to have the ability to reserve times for attractions and character meet and greets to hold spots for shows and fireworks before they even get to the parks. And again, this is raising a lot of conflicting opinions, such as, will only resort guests be able to make these reservations? If so, how does that affect people who are staying off property? And there is a large contingent of that. Uh, how much of an attraction's availability is going to be allowed for booking ahead of time? How much are they going to allot for those people that do want to book while they're at home? And what about the people that, yeah, some people are the Excel spreadsheet, booking six months in advance, they've got their ADRs at exactly 180 days out. What about the people who like spontaneity in their Walt Disney World vacations? How is it going to affect those people? And some people are very happy about this. Some people are very disappointed about what may be coming. And again, we're talking purely on speculation because again, we've seen nothing as yet. So. Some people in the chat room, like Disney05, are saying it's getting too technical. Uh, NJ Boyd, NC State, is saying if you go more than once every two years, it's too much of a hassle. Some people are saying, why do I need a fast pass to go and watch fireworks? Can't I just go and wing it and get up online? Uh, some people enjoy waiting in the queue. That's part of the experience. I think about places like Expedition Everest as that being very much part of the experience. Cali River Rapids, another great example there. Even Space Mountain with the games that you get to play there. Some people like Zeus NY is saying it's too organized. Over planning is a good way to miss the street atmosphere, says Yensid1071. So a lot of people I think are initially saying, wow, this sounds great, but here's all the questions we have. How is it going to affect my theme park experience? Um, Token Fanboy says, I don't want to schedule everything. A lot of people like to come here, myself included, and wing it. You know, sometimes you don't know six months out where you want to eat, what characters you want to meet, where you're going to go, and what you're going to want to do. This is one of the things that's going to allow you to do it if you so want to, but what happens if you don't? How is it going to affect the wait times for those people that don't want to do that? Wedway Radio Nate says, queues are a big part of the ride. Nate, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I think it's about taking time and slowing down and looking around. And yes, things like touring plans help you get to as much as you can, as fast as you can. I wonder how this, the ability to schedule your fast passes in advance is going to affect that. Is it going to be too much planning? Is it going to be over scheduling your vacations before you even get there? Um, Mark Vitek says this is more for once every few years. Disney's okay type for vacationers and not for the Disney fans. Um, so Kelly1989 says, will locals be blocked out of this? Again, we don't know. Is this only for people who are staying at a Disney resort? As you can see, I'm at Disney's Beach Club. Is there going to be some sort of a hierarchy? Will deluxe uh, guests be able to book things more easily than a, a moderate or a value guest? Is there going to be some sort of a hierarchy as to how they can book it? Again, we don't know. Tom was very sort of general in talking about the technology. Becky's asking, are there going to be any additional charges involved? Uh, what happens if you go through a vacation planner like Mouse Fan Travel? Do they have to do it for you? Can you log onto the website and do it yourself? I think there's a lot of logistics questions that are going to be very interesting. Yen said 1071, great point. 
difficult to use with little kids. The five-year-old factor is you don't know when the, you can't schedule the meltdown, just can't schedule the potty break, so you don't know when those things are going to take place. Uh, how are these fast passes going to do it? What happens if you leave and you don't print out your fast passes? How do you get them when you get to the parks? There is a lot of, there's certainly a certain degree of technological know-how that has to be involved. They look at the lowest common denominator, the my mom factor. Could my mom book a trip for her and her grandkids and take advantage of this? Or is it too overwhelming for her? Uh, again, we don't know. Is it something you can do on your phone? What about when you get to the parks and you say, hey, you know what, I want to go see Space Mountain later on today. Boom, boom, boom. Can I get a fast pass? Can I scan my phone? Can I use my phone somehow to get fast passes later on? Or do you, do you need to book these out in advance? This is very going to be interesting to see how the queues uh, are going to be. Oh, Tisney says, I think a lot of people automatically think it's about how this won't work for them. It's very possible that it's going to be seamless. Scott, I think you're 100% right. We don't know. But it very much is uh, instigating a lot of debate on the online forums and communities. And we know that Disney pays attention to that. Look at how they've changed Fantasyland plans based on the discussions online. I wonder how this will be changed as well. Uh, Becky says, look, I've had a lot of issues just buying tickets, pre-booking DCL items. Let's look at D23, trying to get into some of those and pass holder events. The, sub the systems would really have to take a step up to handle it and ensure the guest experience. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, there are times it is difficult to book things. I think the dining reservation system is wonderful, yet booking pass holder and D23 events on the Disney websites is sometimes frustrating to say the least. Um, so Token Fanboy says, I had a hard time deciding on ADRs two weeks before my trips. I certainly don't have to do the same with rides, shows, and fireworks. Um, again, very, very interesting to see how and when this is going to be implemented. And actually, it already is. And we know one of the ways some of this next-gen technology is going to be implemented because one of the things that was announced on the Disney blogs this week is the Mickey Fast Pass. Because now... <coughs> Excuse me. Guests are going to be able to determine a time to meet Mickey Mouse starting this spring in the Magic Kingdom. We know that Mickey's Toontown Fair, rest in peace, has been closed and shuttered. Mickey is now moving over to what is currently known as the Exposition Hall on Main Street. That is now going to be known as the Town Square Theater. That is going to be the permanent home for Mickey and some of his friends. Once it's opened, in addition to being a new greeting space for Mickey, Imagineers are adding a lot of new elements and, as they say, surprises for guests, including an interactive queue with some extra Disney magic, as they say. And also, you're going to be able to get a Fast Pass specifying a one-hour window, like an attraction Fast Pass, when you can return to see Mickey Mouse for pictures and autographs and hugs or whatever you want without having to wait in the standby queue. And it really is interesting and important because it's the first time that there's any sort of computerized fast pass free service that's going to be utilized for character meet and greets in the parks. Obviously, we've had fast pass for many, many years. Very, very successful, especially for the people that know how to use it very well. Touring plans, a great example of how to utilize fast pass to your advantage. Now you're going to have it with character meet and greets. Look, the reason why Toontown was created initially was because people needed a place to find Mickey Mouse 
Now it's going to be moved to the front of the park, which I think is going to bring in its own set of challenges and logistics. But now you'll be able to get fast passes. Again, how does that work? Do you have to go to Exposition Hall? Can you get it on your phone? Can you get it in advance while you're home planning your vacation? Say, okay, 1 o'clock, we're going to have lunch at Tony's Town Square. And 2.45 is our Mickey Fast Pass. That's when we go and get to see Mickey. Is it something that's going to be implemented park-wide? Are we going to meet the fairies in Epcot using a Fast Pass system? What about the character spot in Epcot? Camp Mini Mickey over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Is this just the beginning or is this a test? Again, if you're in the chat or if you're watching on YouTube, I certainly want you to comment because I think it's going to be – I'm curious. I think a lot of people are saying, you know what? You're overcomplicating our vacation. Now it's no longer about booking my trip. I've got to book my ADR six months out. I have to book when and where I'm going to watch fireworks, when I can see a show. I've got to get to the park and get fast passes. Now I can't just get online because my kids want to see Mickey. I've got to get a fast pass or wait two hours. Will it fail? We don't know. We don't know until it's implemented. What are going to be these things in this interactive queue? Is it going to be things like we see in Soren or Space Mountain? Is it going to be something that you're going to want to wait in line to see? And I think that is where we're starting to head. And I'm telling you that when the Haunted Mansion queue opens, I think it's going to be something you want to wait in line to see. You almost wouldn't want to bypass it if you had the opportunity. Um, so Lou's Monster Head said, this should be a perk only for resort guests. Lou's Monster Head, those guests that stay off property, that rent vacation homes, people from overseas that get vacation homes for two, three weeks, I wonder how they would feel about the fact that they couldn't do this. If you book through a vacation planner, does your vacation planner now have to say, oh, by the way, your trip is booked, but now you have to go on the Disney website and start booking all these things. Um, is it like a Disney cruise where you can book, you know, Apollo and Remy and excursions and spas and facials and all these things? Is it too much? Or for the Uber planner, is it something that you enjoy? Is it something that you like seeing? Um, Shelbell says she likes that idea. Resort guests only like extra magic hours. Um, again, Shelbell is probably somebody who stays on property quite often or every time. What about? Resort guests and DVC members, again, is that is there going to be that hierarchy? Um, Scott Otis says he's very much enjoyed the days when you spontaneously run into characters throughout the day all over the parks, much like we see happening over at Disneyland. Uh, we see that in Town Square. We see that in certain places in Walt Disney World. But now we've got these character meet spots. Uh, I wonder if this is the beginning of a trend. And look, you know, Disney very much tests and they adjust. And they respond to guest reactions. Again, Fantasyland is a great example. Um, Mark Vitek says, I wouldn't use it as I enjoy taking my time, but I have friends who want to do Disney on a schedule. You know, Mom Excel spreadsheet, this is for you. This is the way to uh, certainly plan your vacation. Jimmy Kenny says, it sounds like the parks are going to become a tiered system of economics. The more you pay, the more you play. And Jimmy, I think that's a great point. There was no mention of where you stay or how much you pay impacting the fast pass system, this uh, the meet and greet system, anything else with these uh, peaks into this fast pass reservation system. But again, we don't know if that's something that is going to happen or not. Um, NJ Boyd, NC State says he's in favor of the fast pass station 
that they did in Animal Kingdom a couple years ago where there was a central Fast Pass location where guests could go and get Fast Passes from multiple attractions instead of having to bounce around the parks. Is that something that's going to be tested here? I don't know. Henry Work uh, from touringplans.com is interested, of course, in knowing what the interface is going to be for booking reservations that's going to turn out. Henry, I agree with you. And again, having booked dining reservations tonight on my iPhone, which I missed and but canceled, I wonder, is it something that is going to be smartphone enabled? How far out can you do it? Can you do the, the day of? If you're standing online for Space Mountain, can you get a fast pass on your iPhone for Big Thunder Mountain for later on in the day? Uh, what about the have-nots? What about the people who don't have smartphones. How are they going to be impacted? And I think that's what it is. Again, you've got to think about that lower, lowest common denominator. Will that negatively impact their experience? On the other hand, the people that do know how to use the system, that pay attention to what's going on, how much will that enhance their experience? How much, Henry, will that impact the touring plan and the ability to now have these fast passes in advance without having to wait online for fast passes? Um, it is going to be a very, very interesting experiment. I'm looking forward specifically to seeing how it's going to take place with the characters, certainly what's going to happen with the online system as well. Um, you know, again, the Disney website right now, there's certain parts you can access, for example, on an iPhone, which is not flash enabled. There's certain aspects that you cannot. So I tried to book pass holder event tickets. I was unable to complete the transaction on my iPhone. However, I can book dining reservations very, very easily. We hope that, obviously, that they move to a system more like that. Uh, Otisney pointing out what Von Barraketch said, the more you know, the more you play. And I think that is it. You know, for those people that don't follow the Disney Parks blog or podcasts or websites, they may not even know that this takes place. They may go on the Disney website. How predominant is it going to be there to say, hey, by the way, you've booked your trip to Riverside. Do you, did you know you can book your times with Mickey. Did you know you can book your ADRs? And oh, by the way, you really should, especially during those busy times of year when touring plan says it's an eight, nine, or 10. So Crisby's saying, yeah, are you punishing the non-tech savvy people? Time is gonna tell. Time is gonna tell how much it's used, how well it's implemented, and how we as the guests pick up on that system, how well uh, we decide to implement what Disney is offering. Uh, again, worried, concerned, thinking about the general population, the mom and dad that comes with their two kids every four years, how it may impact them. Um, we DVC says first time guests are already lost. And I think that is, is very much true. It's overwhelming coming to Walt Disney World. Um, and this, I think, is, is a double-edged sword. Is it something that's going to make it less overwhelming or is it going to make it more overwhelming for people that don't understand? Um, there are... So Henry says, yeah, it's interesting. Is this going to level the field by getting Disney more active in helping their guests plan? I think that's what... Henry, I think that's what Disney's intent is with this, is to make it easier for people to plan so you're not getting there and feeling overwhelmed like, oh my lord, we need to spend two hours online so my five-year-old can meet Mickey no longer because now you're coming there with your fast pass ahead of time. Again, for the non-planners, may, that may not have the kind of impact that they want. But if you come to the parks, you're very active, you've got your smartphone, 
this could uh, very much be a boom. Mary Albright says it's going to come down as to how you set it up. If it's easy, people will do it. Uh, if Disney's, if it's going to be convoluted and a pain, obviously they won't. Uh, and I'm sure this is something that they've been working on for a long time. Uh, I'm curious to see how and when this is going to be rolled out. Uh, Kathy RN137 says, yeah, the mom's panel <laughs> plan on working overtime because I think there's going to be a lot of questions about this. Same too for podcasters and bloggers and people who are in the forums because there may be, you know, Lucy, you, you got a lot of explaining to do as to uh, exactly how this is going to be implemented. Listen, we are running long on time. I certainly want to keep this conversation going. I'd love to hear more of your comments, specifically in the YouTube channel over at youtube.com slash radio. I want to know your thoughts on this FastPass reservation system from home. How would you like to see it implemented? What is important to you? Is it ease of use? Is it being able to access it on your smartphone? What are your suggestions for Disney? Assuming that they're listening, what are your suggestions? Uh, Do you like having something else to plan? How do you think it's going to affect the crowds? How is it going to affect the people that don't know what is coming? And what else? What do you think is what's next? This is, I think, a very small, infinitesimally small aspect of the next-gen technology that they're working on. What do you think it is? Disney Daddy says, major fail. Tough to judge before it comes out. Again, please leave your comments over at youtube.com slash Radio. I'll definitely pay attention and keep the conversation going there. Be sure and go by, visit touringplans.com. Before this system comes into place, best way to get the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation, that is where you go to find out fast pass times and wait times and crowd calendars and lots more. And of course, please come over to www.radio.com. There you can check out our blog, watch more of our videos, subscribe to the show over on iTunes, check out our photo galleries, uh, get download the free WDW Radio iPhone app, Talk with other Disney fans in our fun, family-friendly, and very safe and welcoming forums. Uh, Also, you can order signed copies of my Walt Disney World trivia books and my audio guides on CD. Lots more there as well. Again, everything you can find right over at WDWRadio.com. Again, I want to thank everybody for coming by and watching and discussing this in the chat room. Again, I think it's something very important and something that a couple of years from now, we're going to look back at this first baby step and the implementation of this next-gen technology. Please keep the conversation going. Subscribe to the channel and add me as a friend over on YouTube. YouTube. And of course, be sure and check out WDW Radio every week on iTunes and at WDWRadio.com. I am Lou Mangiello from WDW Radio. Thanks for watching, everybody. See ya.